time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the magic made out of, Ding Dong? I want to see some of that whizbiz. This is WizBiz with Alex Nerick. Welcome back to the show. Today we are going to be discussing Adventure Time Season 3, Episodes 19, 20, and 21. Uh, if you are looking at your handy-dandy Adventure Time episode list, you will know that uh, 19 and 20 uh, are Holly Jolly Secrets, which is a Christmas special. And then Episode 21 is Marceline's Closet. Indeed. Anyhow, I'm Eric. And I'm Alex. I'm and s- tonight I'm going to ask Eric's middle name is... Lurk, Yushio. Uh, you may or may not be closer than you've ever been. I mean, it'd be incredibly weird because I literally couldn't think of another L name and thought Mercutio from, uh, what was it, Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. I just threw an L at the front. <laughs> so if that was close, then uh, there's, there's, there's things are weird. If you start going through all the uh, names in Shakespeare plays, I'm almost certain that somebody in Shakespeare or somebody referenced in a Shakespeare play has the same name as my middle name. Eric, I'm too lazy to just ask you off mic. I'm not going to look up Shakespeare names. I'm just going to keep doing <laughs> dumb guessing at the beginning of every episode. Hopefully I'll never get it right because it's more fun this way. Uh, I might not tell you if you get it right. How's that? Um, I feel like at some point, if I ever do guess right, I'm going to go, oh yeah, shit, that is your middle name. Because I'm pretty sure I knew it at one point. And just, uh, for you know, kind of forgot. I mean, that time you roofied me and stole my wallet, didn't you get my middle name then? No, it only said it only said L. Oh, oh, right. You got my ringer wallet. You didn't get my real one. Yeah. I was ready for that roofie. I knew it was coming. Um. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess I could have looked on other documentation. I just looked at that, uh, the, the, the velvet rope, um, uh, membership card. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Had. And that's, that just said Eric L. It's for the other Eric L. Oh. Uh, oh, that's probably why it said a and be part of it. Ugh. Get it? It's like Jesus. a, it's a, it's an anal joke because the right, velvet rope right. is a swingers club. Is well, referencing. <laughs> Alex, uh, can you play this uh, VHS tape? I mean, I can put it in my butt. There we go. There we go. <laughs> There's, there are a lot of butt jokes in uh, these uh, Adventure Time episodes. Yes. Um, before we start talking about the episodes, let us stick to our normal format of uh, arbitrarily saying, "Hey, how, how you been, Eric?" Oh, I've been good. Can I talk about a nerdy thing that I started working on? No. Okay. All right. I'll let it. I'll allow it just this time. <laughs> um, so I've been using a program called uh, Buffer or a, a service called Buffer to uh, manage the WizBiz podcast Twitter account. But since we've been moving away from Twitter, um, well, actually, th- that's not what happened. What happened is my debit card expired and Buffer tried to charge my account and couldn't charge it. And they're like, oh, you, you're, we can't, couldn't charge your account. And I was like, ugh, not even using Buffer for anything right now. Do I really want to keep doing it? Um, so uh, instead, I started writing software to do Buffer stuff for Blue Sky and Mastodon. Oh, cool. yeah. And uh, that's kind of the nerdy thing I've been working on. Uh, that is cool. I was thinking, so I've been, um, here's the nerdy stuff I've been working on. I've been taking um, 
uh, Python courses. Oh, sweet. Uh, a course. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm still incredibly new. But I hate the way this lady teaches. So instead of going to the course and paying attention, what I've done is just watch videos of like larger projects and things that maybe I can get the concepts first because the way they teach is just terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, so like the first lesson, one of the first lessons was you should Google how to do this. And I'm like, <laughs> you haven't taught me the fundamentals yet. <laughs> and so anyway, um, but uh, one of the Python projects was somebody uh, doing a uh, uh, automated Twitter thing yeah. of like having yeah. multiple things. I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, years away and probably will never get to that advance but i was uh-huh. i was like oh that actually seems like a pretty uh pretty elegant thing to do yeah it's uh it's kind of surprisingly easy to write a bot for uh social media posting yeah uh so we should probably can you make like bulk bots so it can make it look like we're we're like uh like doing better than we are well I haven't ever so they tr- do make it really really difficult f- to uh, automate account creation. Like yeah. that's that's harder to do. Um, so I haven't really played around with that. Okay, but uh, I think we have as many followers on Blue Sky as we ever had on Twitter at this point. Uh, it's not a large number. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean to be fair, we've never put any effort into either. Our our TikTok account is going. Oh man, our YouTube channel's doing great. Oh, is it? Yeah, actually, we should tell everybody that you check out our YouTube channel. We've we've been doing a bunch of stuff. So, uh, almost everything we put on TikTok is going onto YouTube. All of our episodes are on YouTube, and um, and I've been streaming some really stupid video games and putting them on our YouTube channel. Yes. So there's lots of uh, ridiculous things to see, and I would encourage you to go check out our YouTube channel. Um, I'm glad that we have any kind of thing on there because I me too. I uploaded all the stuff to YouTube because I bought a program to do it for John Alex Hate stuff. So cross plug, all the John Alex Hate stuff is on uh, YouTube as well. And I, since I've done that, I haven't looked at a single thing. <laughs> I have no oh, idea really? if there's zero views or a hundred. I do know that it's going our, well. It's we, I mean, for we've never talked about it. If yeah. we have more than two views, it's doing pretty well. Uh, our shorts have been getting hundreds. Oh, good. So that's been good. And um. Uh, and yeah, I'm making sure to uh, post some of our YouTube stuff to Blue Sky. So make sure to uh, check that out, dear listener. Yes. Um, the other thing I want to tell y'all is, well, I mean, related, we have been uploading to TikTok. So if you have a TikTok uh, account, please follow us. Uh, we're we're WizBiz Podcast on there. Um, yeah, Eric's been making some audiograms. I've been making some audiograms and uh, they're fun and I accidentally made an audiogram today where the audio was at like 1.5 speed. Uh, so it's really funny because Alex is getting indignant about something, um, but sort of in the manner of uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yes. Uh, I. That's why I asked you whether you did that on purpose or not, because there is a like a subgenre on TikTok of, um, you know, I think it's probably to get around copyright protection uh-huh. that they speed stuff up. Oh, really? And like, is this, I, I was like, I know you get nerdy about shit. I'm like, did you do some like deep dive and it was found a, out? It was a deep cut. It was absolutely not <laughs> yes. an accident. I definitely did that on purpose. Yeah. Because <laughs> normally, like, I didn't, like, I was like, as I was, I was sending you the text and I was like, I hope this doesn't come across as like, <laughs> did you mean to do that? It's actually just like, no, I, I mean, did not mean to do that. Yeah. It's so, it's so stupid because, um, when I make the audiogram, I then go back and listen to it again while I'm writing the description to TikTok. And I didn't notice at the time, I think because I had, been listening to the episode so yeah. in such high speed when I was, yeah, it was a uh, it was an amateur mistake. Um, I uh, I was de- I was editing a really long uh, John Alex Hate stuff a while ago, and I edited it like 
1.6 or so. Because I just, I know John and I's voice so well that I can uh-huh. see where the ums are. I can see the uhs. And, yeah. you know, I try to cut out like every like second or third one just to kind of make it sound a little bit cleaner. So I was going through blah, blah, blah. So it was like two hours into the edit and I took a break, came back and was listening to it at like 1.25. And I was like, something sounds wrong and I didn't diagnose it because I was so used to 1.6 that like our voice being like that when I went down to 1.25 I was like something's weird and it took me like a while to make the diagnosis were we drunk? because I got yeah I got so used to that super super fast one that like it being only a little bit fast and like tricked like my brain like uh it's like the thing where um if you put on those upside down glasses, you ever mm-hmm. seen that experiment? That yeah, yeah, and your uh, your brain your brain fixes it, yeah. and then when you take them off, now the entire world is upside down. Your brain has to refix it. Yeah. My brain like refixed like no John and I's voice to be one point six. So anyway, I uh, um you should uh, do the things that we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm subscribed to our our YouTube page, which is Me the reason too. I found out about you uploading audiograms because I was uh uh. I was looking on my YouTube thing. I went, mm-hmm. oh shit, WizBiz, that's us. Oh, that's something I didn't do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I- um, yeah, and uh, and we have been using our Twitch channel a little bit, so make sure to check that out. I've been playing um, uh, Adventure Time Bloons, which is a tower defense game, which is kind of dumb. Uh, and then I've been playing uh, Dancing Duelists, which is the new ta- new game by the Slay the Spire people. But I already beat all the characters, so I might not... Um, and I <laughs> have been playing Super Mario Wonder, and I don't have a capture card, so I can't play it on Twitch. But uh, I have had an idea, and uh, pitch it to the audience. I haven't told you about this yet, but I'm, I'm sure your answer is, hey, it's COD, just do it. Is I was thinking about playing... Uh, the original Legend of Zelda and other like adventure games. Yeah, that, do like, it. Because those are the things that kind of feed into Adventure Time. Yeah. And it gives me an excuse to play the original Legend of Zelda on, on Can, stream. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I bet you people would love that. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm probably going to be doing that uh, once I get tired of Super Mario Wonder because I'm out of video games now. So I figured I'll just play ones from the past because that's not dangerous psychologically at all. You know, um, <laughs> Twitch has this whole thing where if we want to move to the next level of like Twitchdom, uh, we have to do a certain number of streams and a certain number of hours of streaming yeah. in a month. So yeah, that know, is don't delay. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, Super it's Mario, not that much because I've already done a bunch of them this month. Uh, Super Mario Wonder uh, is uh, very easy for most stages, but I found this like spoiler alert for Super Mario Wonder. I'm about to describe something that I don't know what it is. There's like a <laughs> If you all remember uh, Super Mario World, yeah, Super Mario World, there's the Star Islands that uh, there's like the Starland with like the balloon course and like it's it's just, uh, one of a, it's a notoriously hard level. And uh, I found a notoriously hard level on, so most of the levels in uh, Super Mario Wonder are like one or two stars so far. It's very early in the game. Mm-hmm. And I found this like secret area that the one I'm playing is like nine stars and it is this really hard uh, platforming challenge with uh-huh. like lava coming at you and you having to like upward jump off it. And it is, it is so fucking difficult. I've played it. I had 14 lives going in and I've restarted three times. You get five each. So I've played it 29 times and I still haven't been. I mean, it takes like 20 seconds to play the level. Holy it's, shit. But it, oh, it's fucking killing me. So uh, assuming there's not a lot more of those levels, I'll be done with Super Mario Wonder soon. You'll be seeing me play uh, the original uh, Legend of Zelda because uh, it occurs to me that I don't think I've ever beaten the second quest. And um, uh, that seems like something I should do. Nice. Second quest in Zelda, you can play the entire game. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, 
it it switches where all the uh, the dungeons are, and it changes some of the dungeon layout. And I think it changes like where you find certain uh, key items to progress through the game, mm-hmm. which is super advanced for a game that came out in like you know eighty six or whatever the fuck that came out eighty four. Wait, Zelda? Yeah. Was it that long? No, it would have been after the uh, the original Nintendo. The original Nintendo was eighty four. No, was yeah. it that long ago? Uh, yeah, I think I think I it came it was like eighty eight or something. I think it came to the states in eighty four. No way. Um, Legend of Zelda NES year. So here's here's what's fun. Um, this is just for you because the okay. audience isn't going to hear this. I'll look stuff up on my phone, and then talk like I'm vamping to try to keep things going. Uh huh. I've never left any of that in an episode. I always cut it out. So I could just be silently going through my phone. It doesn't matter. You could be. I thought your phone was on airplane mode. Uh, uh, well, it's uh, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi well, doesn't interfere. Really? Well, yeah, because we'd, we'd, I'd have to turn my router off. That's true. Yeah. Um, That's weird. Uh, 86 is Legend of Zelda. Okay. So we were both wrong. I said 84. That's not bad. I said 88. No, we were talking, but you said uh, you thought that the uh, Nintendo came out in 88, I thought. What were you looking up? Zelda. Well, Nintendo what? came out before that. When did Nintendo come out? Oh, okay. That's what we wanted. That's what I was guessing. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew that's what you were guessing. I just, uh, 85 is uh, America. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was released in the United States in 85. So yeah, 84 is, is the Famicom, which okay. is why I had 84 in my head. I think I probably got a uh, an NES in, in 86 or 87, probably. I f- if it came out in 85, depending on what time of the year it came out, I know I got it for Christmas. I remember my grandma yeah, bought it for Yeah, I got me. it for Christmas too, but I don't think we got it the first year. Yeah, I feel like I got it like the, it's been out for a minute, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But if it came out in like, you know, uh, March, I probably got it that Christmas, you know. like. But if it came out mm-hmm. in October, fuck no, I did not get it. I did not get a Christmas. Right. I wasn't a rich yeah. kid family. Yeah. yeah, me either. I, yeah, I guess I don't, I honestly don't remember. It, it, it's just... Yeah, I just remember all of my computers were still monochrome. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, all right, so let's talk about Holly Jolly Secrets 1 and 2. And right. I want to tell you a very th- the quickest anecdote in the world. Okay. I was thinking of Christmas stuff, yada, yada, and I was kind of like, I'll do an intro on this that I'm going to make a joke about the M- Mariah Carey song. Uh-huh. It occurs to me, I don't actually know that song. I only know it as a meme that like, you know. Uh, have you th- never heard the like, song? I'm 100% sure I have. Uh-huh. But I know the meme of like, you know, that guy from, uh, 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 you know, uh, Winter is Coming guy from Game of Thrones where it's uh-huh. like, you know, Mariah is coming and it's, right, you know, right. but I'm sure I know the song, uh-huh. but I don't know it off the top of my head. I know it as a meme of this is an overplayed thing, but like, I don't, yeah, it's I don't even know what is it. I don't know off the top of my head if it's a cover. I just know no, that it's, it's a, Christmas it's song. an original oh, okay. Carey yeah, song. Yeah. It's, you know. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Do, I do know that song. Yeah, yeah. I 100% know that song. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know it as a funny reference. Because yeah. it is overplayed. But uh, honestly, as far as Christmas songs go, it's a really nice one. It's not that bad. Uh, but yeah, it did get overplayed. Yeah. Um, it's tough to find good Christmas songs. You really just have to go to back to back to Bing Crosby. I would agree with you, except when I was in high school and early college, I worked at a Dairy Queen in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And there was a local... Uh, I think it was an AM station that played uh, the hits from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the holiday season, oh, no. all they played were Christmas stuff. And it was all that kind of Bing Crosby, like that stuff. And they're super good songs. But you hear that 
I probably worked four nights a week there. Yeah, yeah, you hear for that. hours on end. Mm-hmm. That'll drive you insane. It's like it. It's it's like this PTSD of oh, this song's play. Oh no, and then I remember mopping. It's like <laughs> this, yeah. All right, so um, this so, is this is amazing. That I'm gonna do this. We really need to start talking about these episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, uh, Holly Jolly Secrets. Uh, I enjoyed this two-parter. Uh, I did as well, except I think it should have been one episode. I liked it being two episodes. I think the first episode was really kind of twiddling thumbs. The first episode was definitely twiddling thumbs. There was a lot of nothing happening. There were some. There were just a couple of funny gags. Uh, one of the things I really enjoyed about it was uh, Bimo showed up, and Bimo was a main character. Uh, and had some yes. really, really good jokes, like the butt joke, and then, um, like, the one where uh, the alarm goes off, the the bath alarm, and Bima's like, Finn, get naked! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, and then that adorable scene where Finn talks about how brilliant Princess Bubblegum is, and he blushes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that stuff. didn't affect me, but yes, now that you say that. It, it uh, didn't affect you because you don't have a heart. No, it's just that I was beaten down by the world so much that it, it takes a second for me to feel anything positive. Uh, I do a, a small, small uh, aside, but it's very Adventure Time related. Um, I was trying to find something to watch while playing. I like having a TV show on while I'm playing video games. So I had... Uh, My roommate does that. I don't understand it. How do you pay attention to two things at once? Uh, I'm going to assume your roommate is what the kids like to call neurospicy like me. Neurospicy. Where t- two things at once is the only <laughs> way my world can work. Wow. Uh, so I was watching Gravity Falls because I mean, uh-huh. you do a rewatch. And like, I know a lot of the episodes are like very, not ignorable, but they're very like just something beyond right, the right. background. Kind of, yeah. uh, I 100% forgot that Nancy Yang, who I think is her name, but the, the BMO oh, yeah, voice plays, actress um, plays the... one of, plays one of Mabel's friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. Isn't and, it? But they, they, she makes a direct BMO joke because mm-hmm. uh, they were playing a video game and, uh, or a board game that had like sound effects. It's like, ha ha, it's a robot voice, but it's, <laughs> but it's in BMO's voice. Right. And it was like, oh my God, there's a BMO reference. Cause I, I don't, yeah. Anyway, um, everybody should watch Gravity Falls. Eric, Gravity Falls can, is fun. Please continue talking about uh, Holly Jolly Secrets. All right. All right. Uh, volume one. Uh, volume one. Well, uh, you know, there's some fun stuff in this episode. Like, I love this the little setup at the beginning. Like, it's it's a feel good episode. It tef- it definitely has the feel of a Christmas special cartoon. Um, you know, well, I mean, that... you know, feel good except for the end of it is. I mean, really, the entire thing is you're breaking the confidentiality of a man with a severe mental health problem. I know, and then watching watching him. Uh, and laughing at him and taking joy from his pain. They weren't laughing and taking joy in his pain, though. Yeah, okay. But he was... They thought that there was a secret message, yeah. an evil message hidden in the Ice King's movies, videos. Yeah, I mean, that just makes me, as, a, as somebody that has publicly talked and had mental health problems, I would uh-huh. hate for people to listen to recordings of, oh my God, I just realized what I know this for was basically years. the Ice King's podcast. Yeah. They were just watching, they were just listening to Ice King's podcast to see if there were evil messages encoded in them. I mean, people must have figured out by now the evil message that you encoded in the Alex cast, right? Uh, I mean, 
I don't really know how to respond to that because that actually happened in an episode and I talked about it. Do, I, do you know about this? And I forget what I forget what the reason. I mean, basically in one episode, I, I backward masked myself saying weird shit uh-huh. to see if anyone would pick up on it because I was oh yeah, yeah I was it was I'm pretty sure it was an episode talking about EVP, you know, uh-huh. electronic voice phenomena. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I backward masked me saying weird shit, you know, just like pick up the Twinkies, you know, just like stupid shit, like nothing, uh-huh. nothing super sinister. But I didn't tell anybody about it for like a couple episodes afterwards to see if anybody would like you know kind of over listen to the episode oh my god that gives me the stupidest ideas that i'm definitely going to follow through on it's it's i found it really fun i did have one listener say that they felt betrayed (laughs) betrayed (laughs) no if you're out there listening inexplicably uh, a decade plus later i'm sorry that you felt betrayed by me i'm not laughing at you i'm just laughing at you the difference is subtle. Like one is I, I want you to stay on the show. Wait, I'm not making money off the show. Yeah, fuck off, idiot. <laughs> Wait, I'll start to keep on like a listenership matters. Right. No, listenership matters. We love all of our listeners. Except for that guy. Especially Steph Quick. Uh, no. Who is our number one fan. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Lost yep. that spot. I have re-promoted her. Hey, speaking of which. Um, she said nice things to us on Blue Sky. All right. She can she can have top five. Um. There is a new thing on Patreon, which I know we don't have a Patreon for this show, but we Eric, set one up. Eric and I both have a, a separately a Patreon. Well, yeah. Eric has one and I have one for John and Alex stuff. But Patreon has a new, like, you can sign up for free setting. And I don't know how much content you get for free, but you can sign up. Sign so, up um, to what? Patreon. So you could sign up for like the John Alex Hate stuff uh, Patreon. For free. For free. And I don't know how much of the content you get or how much control I have over that. Oh, uh, interesting. So, I need to check that out. Uh, you should check that out because I don't know if you have to opt in. I just know that you can sign up for free now. Um, so if anybody's out there, uh, if you want to do that, go check us out. Uh, the John Alex Hate stuff is Alex Bolin on Patreon. It doesn't, no one's going to do this. The point is... Um, uh, I have no point. I'm going to cut all this. Let's talk about the episode. I did have a point, okay. but then I just realized it's stupid and I'm stopping. Let's go back to... <laughs> okay. So anyhow, Holly Jolly Secrets Part 1. Uh, yeah, again, like, you know, there's this cute setup. Uh, Jake has buried treasure for Finn to go find, which just makes Finn, like, super excited and stuff. Yes. They get the tapes, blah, 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 blah. Bimo makes some funny jokes. Uh, Ice King shows up to try to figure out what they're doing, and he's bringing presents. And one of them, which I really, really love, is a skunk with a bow on it. Yes, it is fun. Uh, uh, this does bring up a, a, a good conversation that fits our remit, which uh-huh. rarely comes up on the show because we haven't gotten to the occult stuff on the show. Yeah. Um, and I think we've talked about it slightly, but this episode does directly indicate that they're living in a 100% post-Jesus reality. Because Christmas is not a Christmas no, like isn't they a essentially thing. accidentally recreate Christmas, right, 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 because or at least some kind of pagan Yule festival. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's no Christmas. They don't have any concept of yeah, Christmas. So they never go to church. There's no Christianity in this world. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's interesting. In a, so can we even imagine a world without Jesus? I mean, not without getting a boner. But does that mean either? <laughs> That this disproves Christianity or that the rapture kind of happened somewhere on the Great Mushroom War. You think the Mushroom War was the rapture? That's I, I, that's it is not for me to decide. This is for religious scholars out there. To so decide. what you're trying to say is once Jesus and God abandon the world, mm-hmm. then the world will be filled with magic and candy people and uh, snow golems and fire wolves and all this cool stuff. Nymphs in ponds. Yes. Uh, in the middle of nowhere. Giant tree houses that you can just like live in for uh-huh. free. Yeah. There's this great, uh, there's a great, uh, then we need to 
get that rapture going right now. <laughs> There's this great comic that uh, some guy wakes up in the future, like a hardcore Christian wakes up. It, it doesn't matter. He wakes up in the future and the world is like flying cars and everything's perfect and idyllic and it's like everything's great. Uh-huh. And and he's like, uh, oh, so oh, so I guess like the rapture never happened. And he's like, oh, no, no, the, the rapture happened. And all the Christians left and then everything just started being awesome. <laughs> just really, no offense if you're Christian. It's just, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. honestly, it's it's. There are a lot of Christians who cause a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're 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 probably cool. Just you know, come on, take a look. You know, unless in the name of Jesus, they yeah. cause problems. In the Actually, name in Jesus. in the holiday spirit, I'm not going to make the all priests are pederast joke that I was going to make. Okay. So, yes. Um. So uh, another thing. So like one of the things I really liked about part one is that it ended on a cliffhanger. You know, Ice King is getting pissed off and he summons this like blizzard. And he's sending the blizzard towards the treehouse. And it gives the impression then that Jake is looking out the window and he sees this enormous oh, really yeah. ice storm coming. And he just starts screaming. And then it, it ends. And um, you're like, holy shit, a cliffhanger. Well, let's leave that cliffhanger there for a second. Because okay. I, before we talk about part two, I made notes on part one, even though both these episodes I think are too long. Um, Gunter wears the crown. Yes. Uh, which is established later in the show that that would cause... Problems. I feel like this is the second time we've seen this happen. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, I think it. I, I was reading about this on the um, on the Adventure Time fandom wiki, and apparently one of the creators has sort of written in and been like, "Oh no, once the crown has like a definite owner, anybody can wear it." Yeah, yeah. I think you have to like sign over ownership. But uh, the more uh, this is kind of a fan interaction time. If you're out there, or actually you might. I don't know if you're like uh, handy with art. Um, if you're out there and understand, so. When Beam, we're watching the videos on Bemo, right? There's something wrong with the perspective of Bemo's body, and I can't figure out how to say it or what's wrong. I just I, ha- I know there's like because you can see Bemo written, but you're so you're looking at Bemo from the front, but also you're seeing too much of his side. So it's like. It's oh, like I don't almost think I like that. it's I'll almost look, like it should look again. It's like for like per, like in portraiture, it's almost like. It's in both three-fourths and, like, face-on. But I also don't know if three-fourths is the right term. I don't know enough about art, and it bothers me. But the point is... It's not like a two-point perspective? I don't know. I don't know your fancy art terms. Perspect what? (laughs) Two points? Okay, okay. I'll go look again. No, no, I just... Anybody, you know, if there's... I'm sure we have a lot of RD people out there that listen. Well, we don't have a lot of people that listen, but I think statistically there's probably somebody that went to art school and go oh yeah that's because they 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 didn't do the floop de floop and the knock nerd oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. those are those are important steps you can't yeah. skip those uh one of the things like there's two things i really regret in my life uh like i mean uh, that aren't like actual things to regret is uh not knowing how to play an instrument and not forcing myself to be better at art because they're both like they're both learned things that I was just too lazy and like ADD to do when I was younger. I mean, it's not too late. You can start. Yeah, but I feel time. like I've pretty much given up on life at this point. So you know, kind of is too late. Um, mm. I mean, you keep making podcasts. Is that the same as no? But I feel like that's like vengeance life. on the world. As I have to deal with this shit. The world. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is how I get back at everybody for being mean to me. 
Uh, all right, so yeah, uh, the Bebo perspective is off, and then yes, we've got the "I will freeze your eyeballs," and mm -hmm. it's a cliffhanger, and it just goes ah. And we yeah. start episode two with ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it also is great. Is one makes no sense, but then it cuts to a thing going, "Wow, yeah, you do know all the words." Yeah, <laughs> which is it's funny. I've actually had that conversation about Alouetta uh, and I do not know uh, and all the uh, words. for Jaka is like, yeah, I can definitely sing that song. I'm pretty sure most of the words I'm singing are wrong because it's like Alouetta and then it's like, oh. in my head, I'm saying Jaunty Alouetta, but I'm pretty sure that's not the actual I don't think lyrics. it's Jean, I always say Jean d'Alouetta. Yeah, Because yeah, I figure those are probably French words. I don't know French. See, I know enough French that like, I would probably know the words. It's just, I forgot. Like mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's the same thing as Frere Jaca. At some point you go like, the next part is it's the next part it's Solomonatino Solomonatino yeah I just no no ding ding dong ding ding dong like I know I know it but I don't know that yeah so Alouette also my one of my favorite spreads it's a cheese spread with herbs in it it's very delicious that sounds good I want some of that right now yes well they sell it at Safeway I'll get it for next time you're here so yeah so let's 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 finish part two and then we can do a segment. Cause... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's because okay. this is basically one episode. We'll it do. is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, also, we I wait. Uh, not we. I waste so much time before we start talking about episodes. <laughs> we probably don't need to do a segment. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to drag you down with my diversions. So the IK, the Ice King, he just covers everything in a big snowstorm uh, inside the inside the um, treehouse. They get all cozied up in Christmas sweaters. They get very hot cozy. cocoa. Yeah. They light a little fire. Alex, I watched that and I immediately was like, I want it to be Christmas time right now. Like yeah. I want sweater weather. I want a roaring fire. Uh, hopefully the burning of the capitalist uh, uh, machine that I can roast my marshmallows on. I think you don't understand Christmas in America. <laughs> It's like literally, it's literally fueled by the blood of workers. <laughs> right. But I'm just, it just made me want, it no, made me want you. that cozy like, I'm not even like a big cozy guy. Like I, I get hot too often. Uh -huh. Like I can't, like the idea of wearing a sweater is just like, ugh, it sounds well, gross. But that's that you looks, want it, to be... it looks so comfy. It does. Yeah. I mean, you want it to be so cold that wearing a sweater feels good. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, at work, uh, when we moved offices, we gave up our uh, our coffee server like the the place that came that comes in and cleans the urn or whatever. So then we swapped out with just getting like um uh Keurig, is that how you say it? Yeah. Keur Keurig. Um uh -huh. but uh uh one of the guys at work is not a coffee drinker. He's kind of, you know, spectrumy. And uh no, he, I didn't need you to say that. You mean neurospicy? Yeah, neurospicy. Yeah, he's a little neurospicy. So he talked the boss into getting uh K cups of uh, hot cocoa <laughs> so he cuz he's bought oh, something nice. warm to drink. And watching this I'm like Oh man, at work, you know, on Monday at work, I can get myself a nice cup of hot cocoa. Yeah. Uh, you know, you should do it. Uh, I don't know if, if you've ever tried this before, but like, uh, if you have uh, instant cocoa yeah. and you do your Keurig right into that, it's really good. It's basically a shitty mocha, but it's basically hot chocolate yeah, made it's a good with idea. coffee. It will, uh, it will cheer up your day. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind I work in an office, so there's no cheering. But it probably will right. like keep the, the the dull slog towards death a little quicker. Yeah, yeah, it, um, it, it makes it, uh, it chocolatey at least. Let's talk about him, him being Ice King, making snowmen, and calling them goons. Yes. Do you know that reference? Yes, I do. That is from... 
I'm pointing to oh, a yeah. book by uh, Bill Watterson. It's from uh, Calvin, Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes. Hobbes. Yeah, yeah, Attack yeah. of the Snow Goons. Yeah, uh, uh, totally a, a reference to Calvin and Hobbes, which is amazing. I just, it's so much fun. I, I love that. I love the kind of internal referencing in the show. I'm pointing. Uh, so Bill Watterson, audience at home, put out a new book called The Mysteries. It's him. And can you read the other guy's name? John Cash. Uh, um, Cashed. Uh, I haven't read it yet, which is why I'm not going to talk about it in detail. But like, it's, it looks it, good. It's dark and weird looking. Yeah. It kind of looks neat. It kind of uh, looks Edward Corey-ish. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Snow Goons was a common wintertime trope in Calvin Hobbes. Which Calvin uh-huh. Hobbes was like a... They're basically a, like bad guy snowmen. Yeah. Like a fundamental text for yeah. me. Like, I mean, it's it's like it's like what the Bible is for shitty people. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. I like being we have Christians. To, okay. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. We have to leave the Christians alone now. <laughs> Do we? Come on. We're so persecuted. We don't, we don't have to, but. It's only like 90% of the representative government are us. We're so persecuted. <laughs> I have to tell I have to tell a, a story now. This is a story Please. about. Uh, uh, I've, so I've been doing. It's October and I'm a tarot reader. And it's kind of the busy time of year. I do a lot of parties where I read tarot at parties. And I did one the other night, and um, one of the people that I read tarot for uh, was dressed up as a witch. I was like, oh, that's nice. And somehow the, our conversation turned to the point where uh, where she was like, I've heard that like witches are real. Oh, really? And I was like, you live in Portland. Oh, that's funny. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, there are witches everywhere in Portland. Uh, like, they're all over the place. I don't think I've ever met a witch. You've met a witch. You've yeah, met a witch. They're all over in funny. Portland. Yeah. Like, port- they're, they're real. Witches are things. Like, yeah. They definitely don't wear uh, black pointy hats or have extra warts or green skin, but uh, they do wear long flowy dresses like Stevie Nicks. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, quick story. Or, to, or they're men. Quick story that like very much like what you just said. I had a conversation with, with a person years ago. That, uh, it's essentially the same conversation as do, do witches exist? I thought she was asking, do people that practice a, a spiritual form of, of paganism, yeah. of witchcraft exist? She was asking, like, does Harry Potter exist? Like, do witches exist? Are there witches in Harry Potter? Uh, yeah, every the, the, the women in school. Like, Hermione is a witch. Hermione is not a wizard? No, wizards are boys. What are you, an idiot? What, what bullshit is that? Yeah, what do you wizards mean? Wizards are gender neutral term. No, it isn't. It's Absolutely. wizards and witches. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. Or you can possibly, you can say witches and warlocks, but like witches, ladies. I mean, that's not historically true. Plenty of men were also no, no, no. But but in, witchcraft. But we're not we're not talking about we're not talking about yet another genocide that the Christians committed. Oh, right. I'm, okay. I'm referring to uh, uh, <laughs> pop culture witches. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I never really thought of uh, witches and wizards being male and female yeah. sides of the same coin. Didn't uh, feel like they kind of reference different forms of. Occult practice. Too. I know. I, I you're right. I, I'm just more referring to fiction in the real world. Yeah, you're. And you're I gonna... might be a little uh, neurospicy when it comes to the occult. I think you're using that term wrong. I'm using it however I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I think neurospicy people will find that offensive. <laughs> like me, oh. I find you offensive. J'accuse Alouetta. <laughs> Jean de Alouetta. <laughs> uh, so the ice uh, So um, oh yeah. So. Uh, uh, so uh, there are a couple things in this episode that I really like. So yeah. last, so in, in part one, Bimo tells Finn to get naked. But in tar- part two, Ice King does get nearly almost entirely naked. Yes. Uh, until he dresses himself up in red, which makes him look very much like Santa Claus. Yeah, very Sandy Claus-ish. Um, uh, but also in one of the videos, okay, this is one of those things that only makes you get a little teary after you've seen all of Adventure Time and you go back and watch it again. Ice King 
singing Daddy, Why Did You Eat My Fries. Yes. Watching that, I was kind of like, oh. It is sad. It, yeah. it kind of punched me in the heart a little bit in the emotional sense. No, I thought about that. It's interesting to try to, because I try to, um, you know, obviously I've seen the show a bunch of times before. But talking about the episode, I try to, like, my first foot forward is pretend this is the first time seeing the episode. Uh-huh. Uh, to, you know, because I think you get, like, fresh eyes and you can kind of reference things. Um, but it's so weird to, like, think about, like, how, just how important that thing is. But how it's a basically a throwaway joke in the episode. But, like, yeah, so it's, it's really hard for me to, like, kind of um, separate the, what that means in the greater context of the show and what that means in this episode. You know? Especially with the huge reveal in this episode. This episode yes. is the first one that reveals anything about, anything real yeah. about Ice King's origins. Well, let's, let's, let's say that a little bit towards okay. the end, because okay. uh, a couple of small points. When they're watching videos, and a lot of it's just Ice King being being silly, but uh, I love that there's this uh, sequence of Ice King is pretending to be a newscaster. <laughs> and then he calls to like, hey, what do you think about this Wildberry Princess? And she's kidnapped. <laughs> she's in a cage. She's in a cage. And then he goes, oh, we'll ask somebody else. He flips the camera up around and goes, hey, upside down, Princess. What do you think about this? And she goes, you're really frightening me. <laughs> it is a stark joke and I really it's like it. So it's yeah. dark. Yeah, yeah it's I great. I mean, Ice King is, a, is, we've talked about this before. Like he is a very, very dark character. Um, you know, the fact that he's just so horrifically powerful and the only thing that keeps him from just conquering everything is the fact that he's too insane to really be like evil on purpose um so yeah we go the last tape is is simon petrikoff yeah you didn't say that right you have to reveal the last tape was simon petrikoff yeah i mean i mean i guess you're right i just you know that's okay. I think you can I, cut out your version and keep mine. No, I'm here for the sex appeal. You're here for the razzmatazz. And I think, I think you know, obviously the dun 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 But not only Simon Petrikov, we also see Betty. So, and we get the whole... Sorry, you, you, you go. You go. Oh, no, I'm I just, just so excited about I, this. I want you to say this part. I just uh, the, the thing that I picked up, and I, I've never picked up on it, and it's a fundamental thing to the show, is that... Uh, and I'm going to be an idiot. And if you've known this for the entire time you've watched it, please don't make fun of me too much. But Simon refers to Betty as his princess. And for the rest of his insane life, he He's kidnaps going after princesses. princesses. Yeah, so it's yeah. a echo of his, it's what just he like, thinks of her. And like, I never yeah. picked up on that before. And it made me, maybe they didn't pick up on that as a writer of the show, but like, boy, that seems obvious yeah. watching it this time. Well, I mean, I think they did know, I think they did that on purpose because we learn later where the name Gunter comes from. Like much later. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. It took me a second there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So here's a question that I have for you. And this is, I think. Well, talk about the tape, though. I'm talking about the tape. Okay. I, I have a question right. about the tape. Does VHS last a thousand Absolutely years? Absolutely not. There's no chance. There what is... if it's extra cold? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so one of the things that uh, I was talking to my friend Colin, he's a, he's a, he's a programmer by trade. And um, we were talking about data management, and he was he, he, we were both lamenting the lack of um, uh, physical media anymore. Like there's there's um, movies you can't watch, and relatively yeah. famous movies you can't watch if they're not on a streaming service because the death of DVD or whatever. Right. And I was like, well, you know, the problem is that we don't have a permanent storage solution. Like every single thing we have to store data dies reasonably quickly. Yeah. You know, yeah. DVDs are. I think they say 20 years, but they last longer than that. I've got 20-year-old DVDs at work. Tapes are the same thing that if you play them a lot, I think tapes might last a little bit longer. But even like – so we were talking about – uh, uh, you know, he's like, well, you just put it on – Film degrades. Yeah. He's like, well, if you put it on – you know, you just put it on a server. I'm like, yeah, but 
you need server isn't permanent either because that's just a hard drive and hard drives break down. It's like, yeah, but so you can transfer it over somewhere else. I'm like, yes, but who's going to pay to transfer it? And this is, yeah, yeah. there's like this entire thing of like, there is no permanence. Like there's no way to save. I mean, there actually are people working on, uh, they have it now that you can do a significant amount of that you can write into, I think it's like diamonds or something. And it's, it's rated to last like a thousand years. Like it's like, in a thousand years in the scheme of things isn't actually all that long, but it beats the shit out of the nonsense we have now. So well, I, I will know, tell you. I'm pretty sure VHS is not going to last. Yeah, I will tell you, though, that there are only two places where my middle name is recorded. Uh, one of them is the DMV. And yeah. the other one is on a, a diamond hard drive. Cool. Yeah, in Tibet. Yeah. Um, in a secret mountain hideaway. My my middle name is only in uh, those salt mines that they save old film in. Uh-huh. In like... In like uh, where is that like Yugoslavia or something? Is it on like, like silver nitrate? You just yeah, yeah. It sees it's a the, single spark and it exactly. just goes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that. Yeah. That's which, the safest way because you know once somebody has your middle name, which is interesting because like I reference the fact my middle name is Michael like a whole bunch of times. Yeah. So yeah. like it's it's weird that I go through all the trouble of saving it. But, well, yeah, yeah. But so there's no way to save. Yeah, like film. Like they literally put it in the least moisture uh, environment ever, which is the bottom of uh, salt mines in like some you know Baltic area, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and that's that's still only like staves off the uh the the onset of it it degrading and yeah so uh yeah shitty you know magnavox uh uh vhs yeah. i guess uh uh vinyl records are probably pretty good if you keep them in storage i don't think they degrade too much do they that's a good I mean, point we've got, we've got centuries old vinyl that works still you can still listen to 78 and they sound great yeah that's a good point uh yeah i guess but i think vinyl the problem with it is um, the, every time you play it, it degrades. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. because nowadays you can do that thing where you laser it, like you, you know, scan it with a laser and then uh-huh. you can technically play it that way. So yeah, I mean, but either way, permanence, no, uh, VHS, definitely not. Uh, BMO still having a working VHS player in his butt seems weird. I don't know. He's, he's pretty handy and he can drink hot chocolate. Yeah. Also, what's odd is today you uploaded, uh, a, a, a TikTok. I did. Uh, of uh, maybe, maybe two. Wait, no, sorry. What I think my brain just went somewhere sideways. It did. What did you want to know about the TikTok? No, it wasn't a TikTok. It was uh, you had texted me uh-huh. uh, that we were watching Fiona and Cake, and there's a there's a uh, BMO butt stuff joke where he sees VHS tapes in an episode of Fiona and Cake, uh-huh. and he goes, "Oh yay, butt stuff." <laughs> <laughs> I just I was looking for something in our text today uh, about audiograms, and I saw that in my head. I like conflated the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were there were plenty of butt jokes. Uh, um, so uh, one of the things that I also liked. So Simon Petrikov uh, mentions like in in one of the one of the little scenes before he's gone full Ice King that his uh, temperature has dropped to thirty degrees uh, Celsius. Which yes. is about eighty six degrees Fahrenheit. So that's what, like thirteen degrees lower than normal? Wait, what are we? Ninety eight point six? Yeah, a little bit so, lower than that. Yeah. Weirdly, uh average temperature moving 96.8? down. Ninety six point eight? I don't know. Ninety eight point six is the old one, but like as medicine and humans get better, uh-huh. we're our our average temperature is actually moving downwards. We're just so trying to fight be- global warming. Maybe we're becoming the ice king. Yeah. Maybe. That would explain all the weird uh, wizard eye stuff that I see all the time. Yeah. Also, Ed, hey, uh, Simon, pretty sure you're American. How about you keep that shit in Fahrenheit, bro? He's a scientist. <laughs> yeah, he's an American scientist. Yeah, but scientists like to have uh, real units and not these weird made-up shit units. They were all made up. I'm saying use freedom units, Simon. 
Or, 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 he's a little, or are you a little more Petrikov than Simon there, Ruski? Which I actually don't know if they what 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 temperature they use there. <laughs> they very well they very well could use fire night in, in Russia. I have no fucking idea. So, uh, so the, the 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 episode ends with them kind of establishing I don't know Empathy Day as sort of their annual celebration. Of... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, uh in in memory of that fleeting moment of empathy for the biggest weirdo in Ooh. Yeah. yeah, and that's funny because we know that that Finn and Jake both feel have felt empathy for Ice King before this. Yeah. Also, know? I think the Door Lord is like a lot weirder than Ice King. Oh man, Magic Man is weirder. Than yeah, that. yeah. No, he's not the biggest weirdo in Ooh by like by a stretch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, they have that great montage of characters at the end, uh, yeah. which includes Phil, where Phil Face comes from. Yes. Uh, it includes Mr. Pig. And have we seen the Mr. Pig storyline yet? Not the full storyline. We've met him, and I think he's with he's with Tree Trunks, Trunks? now. Okay. Uh, and then also the Punch Bowl. Yes. Which is just sort of a throwaway character that ends up later on. That's uh, that's Uncle Gumbald. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's kind of uh, fun. Uh, yeah, and this episode is like the first mention of the Ice King's origin story, and it's it's I think it's it's kind of like the core story of the series. Yeah, it's it's really good. It makes me I have kind of uh, watching the series, watching the season, made me realize that I I'm not a huge fan of this season. No, I don't dislike yeah. it by any stretch, but in it's my weak. in my memory of it, it's like. It's too much of a bridge between the like the season one, season two are so silly that like you can't really dunk on it too much because it's like yeah. it's a different show. And this one's starting to move into like the more serialized storytelling that we mm-hmm. that we like about the show. And it's like a little bit of a wishy washy kind of middle ground of the two. It is, and uh, yeah, this this episode really called that into like, oh yeah, this is the power the show could have. Like this is where this is leading. Mm-hmm. And but you know, a lot of the season is like. You know, whatever. I'm not. I'm not dunking on the season too bad. It's no, just, no. You know, I I yeah. agree with you. You know, we uh, uh, we've lamented sort of how we've handled the season. Like we, uh, we, you know, we try to like compress episodes uh, if they don't seem to fit the plot or or talk about Mitch cult stuff. And the season just didn't have a lot of that. Yeah. And there were tons of stuff that we probably we probably could have breezed over so many episodes, but uh, uh, but we just we. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I think next season we'll do a little bit more like German efficiency, uh-huh. hardcore stainless steel skipping. <laughs> Fuck you, episode about that dungeon. I I don't know what's in next season. Arschgesicht. Bish bald magic man. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like this this really starts to get into it, and uh, it's kind of a bummer because. The next episode, we have to wait. We still have to wait a little while before we really get into yeah. the Marceline Simon connection. Well, let's do. Well, we'll do a segment before next next episode. But just uh, okay. because we're talking about this one in reference to the next one, this next episode was a fucking letdown and a half. Because in my head, this was a not necessarily a different episode, but I thought we found out stuff about Marceline. Me too. I, I totally, but it's. Just, I was ready for that. Yeah, we'll I, talk about it, but like yeah. after after the Christmas ones, I'm like, oh, this makes sense that these are the episodes, and this is going to be the big. And like, uh, nope, it is yeah. not. Um, all right. So, Alex. Uh, hi, Eric. I have uh, I have two things for you. First of all, uh, I would like to say that uh, you have very nice toilet paper. Oh, thank you. Uh, and second, I'm wondering. I'm really wondering, and this is a. I know this might be kind of a personal question, but. 
Do you have any shiny rocks? I do. Oh, good, good. First good. of which, I have a noise, and that is the sound of a delicious beer opening. Gluten-free. Would you like uh, um, yes. number one or number two? Uh, they're both somewhat complicated. Uh, let's do number two. Number two. What kind of shiny rocks do we have today? Uh, what we have is, boy, a website that is not... It's very bright. Not well done. Um, this is, uh, what do you call it? This is static as fuck. Okay, would you like a year? Uh, we've got the years 1996 through 2023. Pay uh -huh. this pick one. Uh, 1999. 1999. Good year. I would have picked 1989 if it was an option. It is unfortunately not. Well. Through the gathering gloom of a late October afternoon, along the greasy, cracked paving stones slick from the sputum of the sky, oh, God. Stanley Rudder Thorpe wearily trudged up the hill from the cemetery where his wife, sister, brother, and three children were all buried and forced open the door of his decaying house, blissfully unaware of the catastrophe that was soon to devastate his life. That's right. That, that is, is an opening sentence, isn't it? Is that part of... Oh, that's... Uh, this it is was the, a dark and stormy night. Yes, it's the... Um, uh, hold on, uh, hold on. Wait, wait, uh, wait. I will not say it. Uh, it's not W7... It's, uh, it's uh, uh, Make Me Sackleroy, right? Nope. Uh, it's the other one, then. The guy. It's not the guy who wrote Vanity Fair, but the guy who wrote Trilby, whose name I can't recall. Shit, what's his name? It's uh, Bulwer Lighten. Bulwer Lighten. That's yeah, not yeah. Trilby. That. God, uh, but yeah, okay, yeah. I, I love. I actually really like that guy's writing. His writing is not bad. I think so. He's one. Of, he, so audience know Bulwer. Uh, something first name Bulwer. Edward Lighten, Bulwer. -Lighten. Edward um, was the guy that came up with a dark and stormy night. He also the Vril. I think saga, also, he did the secrets of Vril. No, he has another kind of meme thing. Like maybe the pen is mightier than the sword. Something pretty famous is another uh -huh. one of his. But the point is, um, there's a there's a uh, a contest every year that people try to write a really hacky, overly done opening sentence uh -huh. to match his. Yeah. Now, his isn't, his isn't bad. It's just that it got it got done to death. He's the first one to do it. So it's, yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, here's the next one from 1999. Um, this is the runner-up, and I'm going to read this just because it, you'll find out. This is from 1999. This is a Wayback Machine post. Okay. He had the regal bearing of a TV weatherman, his hair twinkling like the crystals in Ivana Trump's chandelier, his teeth white and snappy like high starch boxers, his jaw strong and sharp as a Canadian high pressure system, and an El Nino just itching to wreak havoc in her trailer park. Whoa, that's uh, spicy. I just saw the I, I just saw the Trump reference. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That that's from 1999, and that's from uh, Elaine Roman from West Caldwell, New Jersey, uh, a place that I'm used to. And I should say that the first one that I read was Dr. David Shooter. Uh, Kingston, Surrey, in England. Uh -huh. Okay, hold on. They Let's... also give their uh, email addresses here, which is hilarious. <laughs> the first email address, I'm not going to give it, but it's dial.pipex.com. Uh -huh. The second one is aol.com. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, it's let's, funny. Uh, let's fast forward in time. Let's go to a more modern one. Do okay. they have uh, 2012? Uh, 2012. Uh, no, it turns out the world ended that year. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. shit. I knew I was missing something. Okay. Uh, the 2012 grand prize winner of the Bowler Leighton uh, contest is by Miss Kathy Bryant from Manchester, England. Uh, 
As he told her that he loved her, she gazed into his eyes, wondering as she noticed the infestation of eyelash mites. The tiny diocids burrowing into his follicles to eat the greasy sebum therein. Each female laid up to 25 eggs at a single follicle, causing inflammation, whether the eyes are truly the windows of the soul, and if so, his soul needed regrouting. I don't like that one. It, it's much it better. It's a little bit ridiculous. Honestly, it's much better if uh, uh, I didn't stumble over it. It's a. Well, these are kind of hard to read. Yeah. They're big, and that one's got like fancy words. But that, I mean, the, that yeah. first one was good, right? That first one was well was so fun as, to read, as and the, I would still read that book. As as these go on, they get more ridiculous. Well, mm-hmm. like here, let's. Uh, this is the do- Grand Pangendrums Special Award, okay. which is the. Uh, the, the, the second thing listed here, this is from David Pepper of Hermosa Beach, California. Oh, Hermosa Beach. As an ornithologist, George was fascinated by the fact that urine and feces mix in birds' rectums to form a unified, homogeneous slurry that is expelled through defecation. Jesus Christ. Although we talked about this in our last episode. Although I am Greta's <laughs> face and sensing the, recreation, uh, sensing the reaction of the congregation, he immediately realized he should have used a different analogy to describe their relationship in his wedding vows. <laughs> okay, that's really good. But uh, ironically, we had an argument. No, I know. Yeah, in a recent episode about yeah, yeah. whether or not a cloaca, yeah. like geese pee or something like that. Well, yeah, it was an argument. I was just saying that the, that everything's mixed into one tube. So I think it right. counts as peeing because I don't think there. it counts as peeing. Yeah. Does it count as shitting too? At the yeah, same time, then yeah, it's something. Then it's a secret third thing. Oh, that's fine. But I mean, there's pee in it. I'm fine with you saying peeing. That's I all right. I feel like excrement is there's there there's a non-binary excrement. Okay, so let's uh, let's read a children's literature winner from 2012. Oh no, um, these all apparently there's uh, breakdowns in the more recent years. Uh, this is from David S. Nelson from Falls Church, uh, Virginia. Oh yes, he's a fine gentleman. He swaggered into the room parenthetical, in which he was now the smartest guy, and parenthetical, <laughs> with a certain Wikipedic insouciance. And without <laughs> skipping a beat, he made a beeline towards Dorothy, <laughs> busting right through her knot of admirers, and she threw her arms around him and gave him a passionate, though slightly tickly kiss, moaning softly, oh, scarecrow. Whoa. See, because it's... Wow, yeah, that yeah. really buries the lead. That yes. is uh, that is a little more spice than I think would be appropriate in a children's yeah. novel. Okay, I'm going to read one more dishonorable mention. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to be done with this segment. Okay. Dishonorable mention, uh, do you want one from Ohio, California, Texas, or whatever MI is? Michigan? Uh, let's do... Wait, was Oregon in there? Uh, the closest to Oregon is Ohio. Oh, California. Let's do California. The blood seeped out of the body like bad peach juice from a peach that had been left on one side so long <laughs> the bottom became rotten while it still looked fine on the top but had started to attract fruit oh, flies. I know and this that. had the same effect but with regular flies. And that is not to say that there weren't some fruit flies around because, after all, this was Miami. <laughs> that is from Howard Eugene Whitwright from Seal Beach, California. That's possibly one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, so, uh, well done, Howie. Uh, B-U-L-W-E-R-L-Y-T-T-O-N.com. Yeah. Uh, you can, there, there's, uh, from 1996 to 2023, there's a fuckload of these. They're, they're, they're always a joy. Uh, they are. Yeah, yeah. I, I love those. Um, I think I had recognized the 1999 one from long, long ago. I used to 
pay a little bit more you attention. You know, it's funny. The 1999 one, uh, I recognized as well. And I wonder if maybe that got memed somewhere. Because I'm like, shit, I've read this recently. Yeah. And I didn't click on that year when I found this website. So, yeah. It could be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's very possible. Um, okay. So, uh, let us talk about the next episode. And uh, Okay, hold on. Before yes. we get into the next episode, I have something uh, really important to tell you. I think I, I've mentioned before that I've been playing... Um, the uh, melodica a lot and sort of, you know, practicing, you know, music and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I've kind of changed tack. You know, I've made, I've had a really big breakthrough and I've realized, Alex, that um, balloon music is the future. Yeah. Balloon music is the future. I couldn't agree more. I don't have anything funny to say to that, but I'm glad you said it. (laughs) (laughs) I, I... this is a really awkward improv moment of like I don't I don't know how to yes and that I don't remember that line well enough. It was right at the beginning of the first thing that. No, no, I remember it happened in the episode, but I don't remember like what do, like he sings a bit. And I'm yeah, he do... sings with the balloon. Actually, you know, you always make fun of uh, poor what is it, Jeremy Shada Shrada, yeah. and his bad singing voice. But I thought the balloon music song was was kind of fun, honestly, and. That was what that was within his range. That uh-huh. it didn't show off his terrible singing voice. Right. That that was fine. It was a bit a bit rappy. There was some melodic quality. This was not an example of it being embarrassing. So yeah. so I think that there was a butt joke hidden in there too. There's a point in the song where he starts saying over and over again, "Shake your eyes for me." But yes, it sounds like ass. Shake your eyes for me. Shake your and eventually it starts mm. to sound like ass. Jake starts off. Shaking his eyes back and forth, but by the end of that refrain, he's shaking his butt, very exaggeratedly. Yeah, I it's mean, definitely that was definitely like an ass joke hidden in there. My concern is that now you're the one saying that on the show, and that I've ruined you. That that all all of this, Alex gestures to himself, has somehow uh, turned you into a garbage person like me, and 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 I need you to go home. And read like Plato or something. Like I need you to like. It's okay. Don't. It's okay. Don't I, let this hurt you. Calm Eric. down. I have uh, I have uh, Plotinus's complete works on okay, my please. e-reader, yes. so I will be fine. Yeah, more yeah. like Plotiny penis. No, see that doesn't work. Yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm immune already. Okay, I'm, I'm already it. healed. Thank you for thank you for pulling me back from the brink. You got it. Um, well, I'm not saying Plotiny penis is is good, but I think that's probably the best you can come up with Plotinus off the top of your head. Other than Platanus. But that it just sounds like the could same be name. that... Oh, shit. I, I wish that I could come up with, like, a joke involving Porphyry or Eomblicus. That would be... Eomblicumus? No, no. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I liked this episode. No, it's fine. Uh, okay, yeah. so so this is uh, this is a season three episode, right? Like, like mm-hmm. the uh, Holly Jolly uh, hijinks episodes... Uh, gave us a taste of what Adventure Time could turn into. The very next episode, Marceline's Closet, my first thought was, oh, shit, they're going to get more into the story. And it sets up a great scene that could be a place where secrets are revealed, and then it falls so flat on its face that uh, the finish of this episode was, um, was very much like Junior Prom. I never went to prom. I don't know. Oh. I don't even know what junior prom is. I I went to junior prom. What's junior prom? Uh, it's the one for juniors. Oh, so what's prom prom? Seniors. Oh shit. Prom's full name is senior prom. Oh, what does prom mean? That's like promenade, promenade, like like a celebration. Oh, oh, promenade. That's like a drink. 
Uh, no, that's like pomegranate and lemonade. Oh. The promenade is that area with the Lazolfos. Uh, and uh, usually there's a colonnade, I believe. Yeah, yeah, there are. There are. Okay. They're mostly broken down. Uh, Maybe and, trestles? Uh, Trellises? Yeah. Trellises, not yeah, yeah. trestles. Balustrades is Balustrades, yeah, I can maybe, see. Uh, so when they go to the house, it's uh, uh, Finn and Jake go to Marceline's house. She's out there. She has a note on the door saying, uh, hey, I had to go pick up something at the, the store. Note. Okay, yes, I wrote down. Oh, good. Because Jake's, he said, uh, Finn says, hey, what, is it, what does that note say? Because, again, Finn might be illiterate. And Jake says, essentially, um, hey, hey I'm not here. Wait, wait, no, no. But let me, what okay. Jake says is, hey, I'm not here. Bloop, 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 bloop. Don't go in my house. Yeah. And, and Finn's like, is that it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Now, the there is note. a full note. Yes, thank you, because I only did the Cliffs note because I got tired of typing. Hey, guys, I had to run out, but I'll be back in a few minutes. I had to run out to buy some ketchup. Is it possible to be allergic to tomatoes? My sleep patterns are always super weird when I eat tomatoes. Do you ever have those lucid dreams? Anyhow, don't go into my house. Yes. <laughs> it's such a fun, like, uh, visual joke of just, yeah. like, there's a full note there. Jake's like, I don't know. Yeah, what but it, then yeah. if you go and zoom in, it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I've never gotten lucid dreams from uh, tomatoes. tomatoes. But it is possible to be allergic to tomatoes. However, yes. Marceline doesn't actually eat tomatoes. She just eats the red. Well, I think she's allowed to eat food as well. She can, but she just sucks the red out of things. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, I mean, she does obviously eat food because her refrigerator is full of red yeah. things and eggs. And you hear her pee later. So you assume that if she's, <laughs> got, if she, if she's got the, like... You know, the full digestive system to that level. She'd probably eat food. Uh, there is, audience home, if you ever want a lucid dream, I recommend high, uh, wholeheartedly. There's a chemical you can get. Uh, uh, for called, e oh, uh, LSD? It, no, well, be that too. But there's a legal one you can get. It's, it's on Amazon. It's called galantamine. Uh, and it is like instant lucid dream. Take one before you go to bed, about 30 minutes before you go to bed. It's amazing. Like really? you get these. I'll, I'll give you one. I got a bottle over there if you want to try one. Sweet. I want to do that. It's it's instantaneous just take it right before you go to bed it's like you have the weirdest fucking strange dreams ever as far I as i can tell if you this. don't overuse it it's totally safe uh -huh. like yeah uh, but okay. it, yeah it's on amazon uh, okay. galantamine I, I might i might be pronouncing the syllables wrong but if you if you read those syllables type that into amazon and that's what all it right is. i mean honestly it sounds like the brother of uh, uh gaweth and gawain and galahad oh so there's there's a really fun visual gag in this um in this episode uh where Jake and Finn, are, you know, there's like a hide-and-seek sort of thing. Finn's uh, looking through the window. Jake's on the other side of the window pretending like it's a mirror and oh, screwing yeah. it up. That is a, a, a reference to the 1933 Marx Brothers movie Duck Soup. Oh, is it? oh I thought it was like that Patty Duke or whatever. Who's Patty Duke? I'm joking. I oh, okay. I would just, I, I'm like, it's possible. I mean, that show is older than both of us. Like, you made but, I mean, 1933 is older than both of us, too. Wait, 1933? It's from before Patty Duke. Yeah, yeah, because the greater sign, Pac-Man eats the one that's bigger. Yeah, 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 you're right. That is that is before yeah. we were born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eric just gave you the middle finger. What? That's the way That's the way I remember the greater that or less than when I was a little, is that the Pac-Man ate the bigger one. Yeah. You had Pac-Man when you were learning math? Yeah. Jeez. So did you. Pac-Man came in in the late 70s. You're not that old. Yeah, but I came from rural Oregon. We didn't have Pac-Man. We had alligators. The alligator eats the bigger one. That's Frogger. That comes much later. See, we had to draw um, little teeth. In the when uh, when they're outside, uh, bef so before they get into the hide-and-seek uh, game, which they call, like, cloud hunting or something. Yeah, which is kind of cool. There's a neat poem that goes along yeah, with it. Yeah, but um, when they're starting to wait, Jake goes into full Lotus, 
And and Finn says, what are you doing? He's like, eliminating desire from my heart. It helps pass the time. Yeah, I love but that line. this goes back to my whole, I know that's Buddhism, but Buddhism, you know, springs from the well of Hinduism. Uh-huh. That this whole thing, the Mahabharata, you know, that there is like Eastern influence, hardcore uh-huh. built into the show. Yeah. The fact that that's just Jake's thing is like, oh yeah, I'm just going to practice, you know, the four noble truths right now. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously that survived uh, and Jesus didn't. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Go Buddha. Go Fuck Buddha. Yeah. 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 Very proud of you, Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. I mean, job. not proud of you. I think uh, we're all supposed to eliminate uh, pride from our hearts, but. Yeah, but I think we can recognize, like, hey, I'm glad that, like, a desert death cult died out, but, like, you yeah, mean, yeah. like, a and chill guy under get, a tree. Like, a sitting under a tree death yeah. cult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. But it's like, you know, one, one actually does the murder and the other. Oh, no, I guess there's violent Buddhists, too. You know, look. Yeah. Uh, I all, a, all religions are garbage. <laughs> That's I'm like, a fan of death cults. I yeah. belong to at least one of them, and I will always enjoy uh, death cults. So, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about this. Oh, Fincy's Marsley naked. That's fun. Yeah, actually, uh, Fincy's Marsley naked, and it's possibly like the most explicit somebody seeing somebody naked thing that we've seen in Adventure Time. Like, like he literally is just looking right up her so parts. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes okay. Sense. Hold on. Do you remember that time when you sort of went on that weird little fantasy about uh, inviting sexy vampires into your home? Remember it, yeah. Uh, remember it. You're still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I never stop. That's like, you know that thing on TikTok where how often do you think about the Roman Empire? It's me. How often do you think about inviting vampires into your house? And did this episode kind of uh, trigger you a little bit? Were you kind of having a little bit of a, were you sort of like, oh, jeez, it's getting really warm in here? Yeah, so here's Is the... that why you turned on that thing under your seat? Oh, I forgot to turn it off. Shit. <laughs> You should have told me. Fuck, sorry. No, that's going to be in the background for a lot of this. Um, Marceline is one of the rare non-sexy vampires for me. I you think, think Marceline's a non-sexy vampire? I think she's cool as shit, but like, nah. Weird. It's weird for me to say, but like. Is it just because she's a cartoon? I mean, a lot of it's a cartoon. A lot of it that she's, you know, she, she's gay coded. So it's like, it's not, you know, that's, that's uh-huh. nothing that I can, well, I guess she dated that Ash guy, but like, she feels like, she feels like she's into the ladies more than that. And she just got like a, I don't know. She doesn't like have that for me, which is weird because I'm attracted oh to like Oh my God, you most hate monsters. bass players. I do hate bass players. Oh, that's, true. that's what it is. That's what it is. Actually, musicians on the whole, I just kind of hate. Hey. Musicians and Christians. All right. Okay. You know what? Didn't I just say I hate Buddhists? You didn't. You never said that. Okay, I do. Uh, Dallas, um, Shinto, ists, yeah, pagans. Yeah, I mean, look, honestly, I love everybody. You're all great. It's just you know, I organi- it's just except for bass players. Organized beliefs is weird. Um, no. You know what? Honestly, uh, if, if we want to be honest, and I will for a second, it's she just she's drawn young. I maybe when I was twenty, like I would be, but like. She just, she's a thousand years old. I know she's a thousand years old, but she's drawn like as a young person. Like she's drawn as like a 24 year old or whatever that's in a band. And like, uh-huh. that's, that's in my past. Like that's way too, that's way too young. I couldn't, I don't even know how to talk to a 24 year old, let alone be attracted to Alex, one. you don't know how to talk to a 40 year old. I have literally talked to people for money for 14 years straight. And, and I'm, kind, I'm good enough that someone gave me money. <laughs> I'm good at talking to people. I've just seen you in public. <laughs> oh, in public. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. My mistake. Oh, oh, I take back everything I just said. I thought you meant in the controlled environment where I have a microphone. Oh, no, there's no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm a mess. Oh, God forbid a fucking waitress talks to me. I'll cry for the next three days. Um, <laughs> have you ever thought about how when um, 
you are waiting for the uh, waiter to come to your table and take your order that it makes you the waiter? Um, no, because I call them waitrons because I'm not a sexist pig. <laughs> right. Hey, how about, how about you grow up, Eric? How do you grow up? Yeah, me. Gender matters. Well, what I've uh, what I've discovered is that if I act like a twenty four year old, you'll talk to me. Yeah, I just won't want to fuck you. Um, <laughs> look, sorry, I don't. I have nothing to talk about this episode. If you have other notes, uh, I, I do have one. It's, one... it's fun. I like them hiding in a closet. Okay, just, look, like, look, I have one more note. Yeah, have, all right, two more notes. Two read, more notes. Actually, read, read both those notes. Okay, one of them is that Marceline's journal has Gunter written on it. Mm. Okay, that's a really cool little clue. Uh, but unfortunately, had nothing like her song didn't reveal anything about her. No, that's kind of a bummer. Uh, and then the other is uh, at the end of the episode, um, Finn is reading Bleh magazine, which does come up over and over again on the series. Oh, so is that what that said? Yeah, I couldn't figure out what it was. Ble Bleh. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the that's the name of the magazine. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a fun episode. It's it it just is. not, there's not, there's no, uh, there's no teeth in it. Yeah. There's no, there, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Martheline doesn't, barely shows her teeth. Yeah. Okay, hold on. There she, are spider teeth. And you see her, like, gross nose where she picks a booger out. Yeah, yeah. And she uses her gross nose to sniff a lot. Yeah. Also, multiple booger references in these episodes. Yeah. Uh, these were booger filled. Uh, Gunter got brought up a lot. Uh, and it was, it was basically boogers and butt stuff, though. Yeah. Which I, we're, I'm on record as saying, not a fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. We're really, really close to being finished with season three, though. And season four has some pretty good uh, Marceline and Simon episodes. Yeah. And uh, stuff starts to get darker and more serious. Yeah. But also we're going to have German efficiency of cutting stuff from there. Yeah, we're going to have some we're going to have some major. Squishage. Let's um, let's ask the audience this. Oh, yeah. Let's ask the audience. Hey, audience. I thought I was hoping. <laughs> Hey, audience! Alex has a question for you. I meant I meant to say I meant to say let's tell the audience this. Okay. I've had a bad few days. My brain's not here. Um, hey, audience! Alex has something to say to you. Yes. Hey, audience! Hey, listen to Eric tell you where you can find us on the internet. Uh, I would like to uh, reiterate some stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Uh, check us out on uh, YouTube and TikTok. We've been putting a lot of cool stuff up there. Uh, we are Wizbiz Podcast on both. Um, also, make sure to follow us on Blue Sky, where we are WizBiz Podcast, and most especially, follow us on Twitch, because we're going to have our Halloween live stream soon. I don't know if this episode is coming out before then or not, but uh, our Halloween live stream will be coming up. Uh, we're going to have some other fun stuff on Twitch. Uh, Alex will be playing some Zelda games on Twitch, but there'll be uh, fun times to interact with us and, uh, and heckle us for being bad at video games. I mean, you won't be able to heckle Alex for being bad at video games. Yeah, I'm actually pretty good at Zelda. Uh, but if you see me on there, I am so bad at video games that I will absolutely deserve the heckling and uh, and I will relish it. I will cherish it. So, on the video game note, sorry, just real quick. Uh, audience at home, you may know that I play Slay the Spire. I got Eric into it. Uh, there's an Ascension 20 in Slay the Spire, which is the highest you can possibly get, which I've given up on. Except the other night I went, I'm just going to fucking play it again. I got halfway through the heart on A20. Are you serious? Oh, God. And I didn't fucking finish it. I knew it was it, the what last What did you couple... do? What, what do you think failed? 
uh, what it was, I had a, I had a heavy power card build and I ran into that bird guy that, that procs on power cards, the, oh, the ascended one or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. So I just got the shit beat out of me. And then by the time I got the spire shield just and didn't have a chance to regenerate. It just, oh God, I was like, I almost, it was almost over. Anyway. Um, yeah. So what Eric said to do, do that. Um, we both, uh, love you. Well, Eric, follow Eric us, you. I subscribe, whizbizpodcast.com. Yes. And we'll see you next time. Bye.